All right, so let's start a talk on how to stop negative thoughts and when. Uh, I know Trevor Moab just blew your mind, <clears throat> and I know Tay's been digging into this and loves it because of being a pro athlete and having that background. So he's been eating this up and eating this book up. So Tay, what did you get written down today? Man, uh, what didn't I get written down? <laughs> Uh, it was so much, and I think so much good. And I think just I just love the book, uh, personally because the athlete that he talks about, these are the guys that you see, and you you wonder like, what? Why are they so different? What are they doing differently? And now we have a peek inside, like inside, like uh, literally not the physical things that they're doing because they're gifted physically, but what are they doing that separates them uh, from the other people? And like he said, it's that three to five percent, and that's your mindset. And uh, that's what they go to work on. They go to work on uh, not just getting stronger uh, physically and not just getting faster uh, physically, but also getting stronger in the mind, getting smarter, getting more uh, understanding that, you know, the slump is going to come. But how can we shorten this slump from a 14-game slump to a four-game slump? And that's, uh, that's probably what I love the most about what he thinks about the neutral th thinking. The same with this business. Like, the no's are going to come, but how many no's can I get out of the way so I can get that first yes? How many times can I do the hard things so I can't do uh, celebrate the easy things? Uh, so uh, the thing that really stuck out to my mind, and it's the same thing with the book, is it was very straightforward and it really just allowed you to like really take responsibility and you know, ask yourself, like me and Carrie asked ourselves after we read the book, it was like, are we willing to do the things that we need to do to go double ambassador? Like really getting serious, asking yourself that question. Uh, he said, people who are average become average by doing average people things. People who are great become great by doing great people things. People who are successful become successful by doing successful people things. And I say to you, people who are rubies become diamonds by doing diamond level things. People who are presidentials become ambassadors by doing ambassador diamond things. So you have to honestly ask yourself, what are you doing on a daily basis? Uh, we all, we've been talking about the six list. We've been talking about uh, the income produced activities probably for the last three or four weeks. Uh, so for me, when he said, like, if you don't have a plan, you're going to revert back to the things that you were doing before. And those things didn't get you to where you want. So if you're not doing the things on your six list, you can see why you're not getting to that next level that you want to get to. You don't have a plan, so you're going to revert back to your subconscious mind. And I love, uh, I love that because he said that the self-talk uh, and me, I believe you are the most important person you will listen to or talk to all day long. So, like, what are you saying to you? Are you saying you don't know how you're going to get to this next level? You don't know how you're going to get through this uh, pandemic? You don't know how things are going to happen? Or are you asking yourself, there's a way and I'm going to find that way? You know, there's always a solution. Uh, so, for me, you have to go uh, from being stuck in the past. But, like you said, having to accept that the past is real but it's nothing I can do to change that. What I can control, what I can change is what I do in this current moment. Uh, so that's what I love most about the, uh, the, uh, the neutral thinking because it puts you in the moment. Nothing else matters besides the choices that you are making right now. And you have the power to uh, make choices that's gonna help you to uh, design your life. So uh, I love that. And uh, just the last thing that I'll share with you guys, uh, when he talks about the mind and just the thinking part, 
Uh, he said, your mind is like a steering wheel. It may be small, but it determines the direction that you're going. Uh, so I think you just have to set your mind. Like every morning, we, we've all heard the strip to set your minds on things above. Uh, in the morning, when you get up, what are you setting your mind to? Uh, the first thing that I set my mind to is gratitude. I want to be grateful because me personally, I know if I wake up and I'm grateful, then I'm going to have a positive attitude towards everyone else. Uh, it's important for me to have it toward myself, but it, how it affects my family and my kids understanding that sometimes they get up, they don't know how to set their minds. So if they don't set their minds and I don't get up and set my mind, then they can do little things that may just get me in this bad attitude. But by me just waking up, being grateful and understanding that I do get to be a stay-at-home dad with my kids, I do get to see these moments and just celebrate it alone with my wife while building an amazing business. Like those are things for me to just stay focused on and just be uh, grateful for. So uh, you just have to set your mind early in the day. That should be the first thing that you should do. Uh, I was uh, listening to this one YouTube and they had the general on. Uh, and he did something I just wanted to start sharing with my son Riley because he don't understand like neutral thinking, positive thinking, how to set your mind. But the thing that he can't understand is getting that small win for the day. So the first thing that I start teaching him to do once he get up besides bursting the seat is make your bed. Because when you lay down at night, guess what you get to come back to your room to? A made up bed, something that you did for yourself. So for me, get, helping him get that small victory is a way of him setting his day to uh, already celebrate something that he's done for himself and nobody had to help him do it. So uh, just find ways to get your, get, give yourself a small victory early in the day so you can ride that out and just uh, catch the momentum of you just doing something positive for yourself that's going to lead you to more small wins throughout the day. So uh, this was super awesome. I challenge you guys, if you haven't read that book yet, man, just go read it. And like you said, uh, I'm a serial reader, so I didn't really uh, like that part. I love to read. Uh, but like you said, just apply the things that he's saying in this book. And I think if you can apply it, I think you'll be, really be honest with yourself. You'll really be and start asking your, yourself those questions like, am I willing to get to that next level that I, I want? And I think you can honestly answer that and actually take the steps necessary. Then there's no possible way that you wouldn't get those things. So uh, super uh, awesome uh, uh, thing that we listened to today. I'm, I'm happy that they actually... I was listening to Joe while we was doing these and actually went out and made it happen. <laughs> All right. So we, we got a professional athlete's opinion. Now let's get a professional military person's thought process on this. Chad, what do you have written down? Well, the first thing that I'll say here is that we can't control so much the thoughts that come into our head, but we are in total and complete control of the words that come out of our mouth. So knowing that, I mean, there, there's, I completely believe there's power of life and death in the tongue. Uh, anyone who's a believer understands and believes that the world was literally created by words. And so the words that come out of our mouth, they are creating our world. They are creating our future. When he says 83% of illnesses start from negative thinking, oh my gosh, how many people do we know that just say, uh, I'm probably getting sick. Like th that language isn't even allowed in our house. Like we're not even going to speak that, right? Because if we speak it, then we're succumbing to it and we're agreeing with it. We're coming into partnership with that thing that we don't want to happen just by speaking that it's happening. Okay. So that's the, that's the first thing I would say is um, don't, there's no point. There's no benefit at all ever of speaking negative things out loud or calling, trying to call those things into existence, you know, we're, we're basically uh, saying things that we don't want to happen. So why would we even say those in the first place? So the first thing I'd say is get that out of there. Now, knowing that and knowing we're the sum of the five people we hang out with the most, you have to 
I think he said, keep negative people out of your proximity. Like, and I get it. I get it. There might be some people on listening right here and you might say right now your spouse is negative. Well, what you're going to, it's going to be a battle. Like you're going to have to just be become positive and neutral and guide your spouse into that place and continue to present the evidence and the reality and the proof that they have to stop doing that too, because we are the sum of the five people we hang out with, with the most. So, and I know that's a battle in, in some households when he talks about uh, what is the subconscious plant conscious and subconscious talk, you know, you hear, and it works a lot of times, Pam Satter, especially she'll say, take three days and write your thoughts down because if you can identify where, where your thoughts are coming from, you can go back and you can, what Jim Rohn would say is change your philosophies. You can go back and change your philosophies. And eventually those thoughts that don't line up with your philosophies, either your philosophies will change or your thoughts will change. It's just, it's just, it's a process and it takes time because we are where we are. Every single one of us right here. Some people are more negative. Some people are more positive. Some people are already more neutral. You know, if you're on the positive side, you can't just sink into the couch eating, eating popcorn, watching Netflix going, I'm going diamond, I'm going diamond, I'm going diamond, I'm going diamond because the end of the month hits and you're still not going to be diamond. I mean, you're just not right. Cause there has to be the action. There has to be the positive thinking and there has to be the action. And if you're not doing the action and you have to go back because it's because of your past and it's because of these other things that are causing you to not go into action, your philosophies, your attitude, it leads to your action. It leads to the results. So if you go a week and you don't have any enrollments, that is real right? That's, that's where you just take the inventory and you go, it's not positive. It's not negative. It's just reality is that this last seven days, I don't have any enrollments. Why? And you have to work the problem. You have to go back and you have to change your philosophies and change your attitude. And then that'll change your activities and it'll change your results. So I like that one a lot, man, belief. I love these stories about the guy who thought he got the 1480. So we go into college because he's like, wow, I guess I'm smarter than I thought. I should act like I'm I'm smart. I should do the things smart people do. I should show up for school. And really he had a, a 740. And I want you to understand that that is, that's for us. And that's for us to give away to. When I was in the military, uh, I went to, you know, you go through the process to become a sergeant. So that's like your fifth promotion when you become a sergeant. And when you become a sergeant, you have to go to sergeant school. So when I was at sergeant school, I never thought about ever becoming an officer. But I was at sergeant school and this instructor said, hey, Kneller, uh, will you stand up for five minutes and, and give us a, a presentation on the army values? So I got up and I did my best that I could. And a few minutes later, after class was over, he approached me and he said, have you ever thought about becoming an officer? Because I've known a lot of officers and I've never heard anybody explain that better than you just did. And I think you should seriously consider it. And he literally planted that seed so deep in me from that one conversation that now that seed grew and I thought, I wonder what that would look like to become an officer. See, when you plant the seed, you might be talking to somebody whose rubies is all they can dream of right now. That's all they can dream of, but you see a diamond in them. And so you say, you know what? I've known a lot of people come to my organization and I'll tell you what, you are a kind of person that could go diamond and beyond and you're the one that plants the seed in that person. And then you get to water the seed and water the seed. That part of all this, is so, so important. And guess what? The more you're hanging, if you're hanging around the negative people who are saying, you're, you can't do anything, you can't amount to anything, that's the seeds they're planting inside you. You get around the positive, you get around Joel and Tay and your upline of people who are going to plant the, the seeds in you. See how that process helps. That's why we, 
that want to be around people that call us up. That's why we want to call our team up because then everybody moves in a pot in a good direction versus the negative people that want to, they just want to, you know, the crabs in the bucket, right? You're the crab trying to get out of the bucket. Maybe in your family, you're climbing out, you're climbing out and they're trying, they're just reaching up and pulling you down. So you gotta, you gotta see who's outside the bucket and, and say, I want to be with that crew. I'm exploding out of the bucket and I'm never going back to the bucket. So that was another one. Um, neutral is accepting the past is real. And again, that goes back to reality. You know, every single week we take inventory of, on Sunday, we have a focus group. And so we get with our focus group and we, we say, and this comes from like a game plan interview the company put out years ago. We've modified it a little bit, but we go and we say, how are we doing? What were your goals last week? Let's look at, did you accomplish your goals? Yes or no? Okay, you did, great, you didn't. Okay, we have to make adjustments. And then what is what are the goals for the next week? It's plan, do, review. Every Sunday, we set a new plan, and then we have the week to do the plan, and then we review the plan to set the new plan so that it can get a little bit better, and a little bit better, and a little bit better. And people who can never enroll, uh, you know, two people a week start enrolling three people a week, and then they move up to a person a day, and then some two a day, and then this month we have people doing four a day. And it's just a, you have to just start where you're at, reality, right there, that's neutral. Here's where I'm at, I'm new, I've never done this in my life, okay. Let's find out one, starts with one, right? Let's get one, and then after you get one, now your record is one, you signed one in a day, well guess what, that first day you signed two, you broke your record, so don't worry about the person who signed in 49 by the 10th of the month, you've got two, and now you can do two again, and you can break your own record and get three, you know, you've got your own scoreboard, you can compete with yourself, right? So that's a good one. Um, and Tay already talked about people who do average, you know, people become average, do average things, that kind of stuff. So the last one that I'll share here, um, and he's talked about that one. So the last one I'll say is that, who do you think you are? It's so important. Who are you? Like if someone asks you who you are, you have to define that. You have to, you have to decide now who you are, right? Currently and who you want to be. Right. And that is a, it's a process, but you can become the great and the greater and the guy. I think today we just got so many nuggets from someone who's hanging around massively successful people. They're, they're speaking in a, in a language that massively successful people speak in. And so we can come into agreement with some of their thoughts and with some of their beliefs. It's obviously going to call us all up. And he said, if you really think you are that person, then your actions line up with that. So you have to decide who you are, who you're going to be, and what are the actions and what are the, the thought processes and the, and the beliefs that are going to, they're going to move, move the needle and get you from there. To there. And, and in leadership, you have to help someone identify that stuff. You have to help them see where they are, find out where they want to go. And then all of this is a game plan from where you are to where you want to go and let's do it. So this is another one, Joel, probably top five for me over this last year. There's so much gold in here and I'm loving that book too. That's the last, that's the book I'm reading right now. It takes what it takes. You guys should all get it. And uh, just awesome stuff, man. Awesome. Thanks, Chad. Um, I'm just going to start off with the, the basic premise that the actual power of negative thinking is so powerful. You know, I, I posted the other day and it's what I heard uh, in the book was, um, I can't show you 
that positive thinking works all of the time. But without a shadow of a doubt, what I can show you is that negative thinking works 100% of the time. So that's why he says, you know, positive thinking is, is great. But if you're in a negative situation and you're constantly trying to think positive and that's all you're doing and you're not doing like both Chad and Tay said, doing the things, uh, you start to lose credibility with yourself. And, and the whole thing about thinking negatively, just so you guys have some of these numbers, because it's quite impressive that you can measure what happens negatively, but you can't measure what happens positively. So what they've shown is that uh, thinking negative is three to seven times more powerful than positive thinking. That's why when you, when you start thinking negative or you, you do something negative, it takes three to seven times more positive energy to dig yourself out than where you were. You know, we say that all the time. It takes 10 positive affirmations just to cover up one negative thought process. Uh, Chad already said the whole thought process of 83% of illnesses are created through negative thinking. That, that right there is mind-blowing. And that's from the Mayo Clinic. So uh, don't trust us. Uh, listen to the Mayo Clinic. That's the authority there. It's 10 times more powerful if you think it. But if you actually speak it out loud, that's four to seven times more. So if you speak the negative things out loud, it's 40 to 70 times more. So that's why getting to neutral thinking is so important. You have to stop saying negative things and stop being around negative people, first of all, to help you get to being neutral. You know, when you eliminate negative thinking and negative people from your life, it automatically gives you a 40% advantage over everybody else. I mean, that right there, that's, that's huge. Just getting to neutral gives you a 40% advantage over everybody else. I love the SAT story, you know, and, and cognitive dissidence, which is the difference between what you thought happened and what really happened. But your thoughts actually dictate what's going to happen going forward. You know, if you get to negative or if you get to neutral thinking by taking what actually happened, framing it, but then from there, what you do next determines the future. So negative thinking allows you to put things into perspective up until that point. And then the point going forward, it's up to you to make the decision of what to do next. So your negative behavior or your negative past, you know, when people say I'm that way or I'm this way because of this happening to you. That is a true statement because you are speaking it into existence. But ultimately, if you sit there and you say, this happened to me, but I'm going to be this person, guess what's going to happen? That past isn't going to predict or become your future. The decision that you made of who you want to become is what actually dictates what your future is going to be. So that right there, if you guys can just grasp that thing, that's amazing. Like you said, if you know somebody that says, oh, I'm just this way because that's the way I am, 
you're like, absolutely right. But guess what? That's not the way you have to be. You can change people's thought processes just by introducing them to that thought process because you have to go from reverse to neutral, from neutral to forward. You can't just go from reverse to forward unless you're a super secret agent and you know how to do that super move where you're going backwards and then you spin the car around and go forward. I'm pretty sure Chad got taught how to do that. Um, you accept your past as real, but don't allow that into your future. You know, the right attitude is a competitive advantage. We talk about that all the time with being an entrepreneur. We're serial optimists. We're positive thinkers. We're always looking for solutions. That is you. And from being on this today, it's just going to accelerate that even more because you go from uh, being an unconscious incompetent to an unconscious competent to a conscious incompetent to a conscious competent. Now, being a conscious competent is the most important part because of the fact that you know that you know and you apply that you know and then you're able to reproduce what you know. So now that you know that you know that you know, are you going to do something with it? Guys, this is the two things that I had starred out of this entire thing. Commit two years. That's what Lou Holtz said. And that I had never caught on to that until just this moment of how amazing this is. When you're bringing somebody into your team, you know, we always say, give us a year, we'll change your life. Let's change that. Give us two years and we'll change your life. The first year, we want you to learn how to do everything. We're going to teach you how to do everything. We're going to train you how to do everything. And then year two, you're going to apply that and maximize it. That doesn't mean you can't apply it during year one. I mean, geez, we could do all of this in one month. If you just figured out host to post right now, it would accelerate you over the next 11 months. But most people give up too early. So if you tell people, hey, take a year to learn it and then take a year to apply it and multiply it, man, that, that will set people up for such great success. And then if you want to stay where you are, that's okay. Stay there. Please. Please don't affect the rest of us that want to go on and go forward. So guys, when you find that person that's okay staying where they wanna stay, you're gonna have to let them go. You know, John Maxwell says it all the time. You want everybody to get on the boat with you, but that's just not reality. Sometimes people have to stand on the shore and watch you go but you need to know that you can't drag them along because it's like dragging an anchor. You can't get to your destination if you're dragging the people that want to stay where they are. So be very discerning on who is trying to stay where they are and who's trying to keep you in that bucket. Like Chad was saying, crabs in a bucket. Guys, hopefully you got a bit of nuggets from this. I mean, we've got pages of pages of notes, but go out and get Trevor's book. It takes what it takes because it will radically change your life. And the reason why is because 
as Tay said, sports is one of those things where you can't hide because of the fact that there's a scoreboard. In case you didn't know, your business has a scoreboard too. So taking the things from this book and applying it to your business will cause you to run up that score. And that's exactly what we want for you guys. Guys, go out, make it an awesome day. And we can't wait to see you again here soon.